I just have a bag right now as my sole possession, so I can't get a dog, but once I'm settled somewhere, I'm just gonna get a dog. Welcome to Mad Women, a broadcast with beer and badass women. In the world of advertising, women are rock stars, so we created a place for them to talk about their experiences and voice their opinions with beer. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex. I'm an art director, and I'm the type of woman who believes that all women should buy flowers for themselves. And I'm Jesse. I'm a copywriter, and I like lipstick a lot more than I like people. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. So something's been happening with the site, and it's actually hilarious but super annoying at the same time. <sighs> Whenever you go to our website on mobile, <laughs> it redirects to porn. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, but like I said, kind of funny. Um, I tried to fix it once, and it just keeps coming back. So these damn hackers, they just want to put porn on our site. So we're, we're working yeah. it out right now, but yeah, we're, we're, we're trying sorry. to fix it. <laughs> yeah, we're super sorry, but we're trying to fix it, and there's still other ways to watch it. So if you're trying to watch it, if you're trying to, sorry, if you're trying to listen on your phone, you can still listen to it with the podcast app or on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Yep. Yeah, it's just better that way right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get it fixed, don't you worry. Absolutely. All right, guys, so this is our sixth episode. Which it's is pretty cool. Super cool. We're really excited. Um, it kind of had, feels like we've been doing this for a little longer than that, but it's crazy because it's been more than a month. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I mean, yeah, so, I do feel like we've done this forever, but six is good. Getting closer <laughs> to 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting close to the double digits. Mm-hmm. So today we're pretty fucking excited for two reasons. One, we're drinking Founders Breakfast Stout, and I've told you guys before, I love stouts. I love them. People don't, but I love them. And I think neither of us have tried it before. Have you tried yeah. this before? No, Alex? I haven't. So I have it's even more exciting, especially because I'm always looking for a good stout. You know, like I'm a Guinness girl. It's my go-to beer. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to try a new stout. Yeah. But we're also excited because... Unlike our beer, our guest today is from India, so she's our first international guest. (laughs) So exciting, Unadi. Hey. (laughs) Hi. I'm excited to make my first porn debut. Yay. (laughs) You're a porn star now. Yeah, if you you send your parents to our our site, that's what they're going to get. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, my parents. I'm so happy. So, Unari, before we open these beers, I just want to know why you chose it. Because it's not from India, it's from Michigan. Mm-hmm. So just give us a little yeah. background. Which is super white, unlike me. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> my brother-in-law is actually from Michigan, and he brews his own beer. So, whenever I visit him, we try all kinds of beers. And we personally love stouts and IPAs. Um, so, yeah, I picked this beer because I think... It kind of tastes like coffee, but at the same time, it has alcohol in it. So I think it's like the perfect excuse to like get drunk and not feel like an alcoholic. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. why I love stouts too. They're so good and they're I they're know. flavorful, you know. And yeah, it, they're delicious. Yeah, I don't usually so go for stouts. I, IPAs, not so much. Yeah. Well, let's. I'll have a taste. I mean, I've already tried mine. 
But <laughs> as always, right, guys, so. I'm a premature drinker to the podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> well, Unadi's been drinking too, so. Mm. True. Cheer- cheers. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and we can't clink glasses because we're all on different sides of the world right now, but that's all right. I actually really like this. I didn't think that I would. I'm not. It's it's labeled as a double chocolate coffee oatmeal stout, and I don't really like chocolate. Yeah. They actually, yeah. So I just thought I wanted to pour it in a cup. Oh, they so. do. Okay, cute. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I like it, surprisingly. I'm glad that this podcast is making me try new beers. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's what makes it more exciting for me is that we always get to try something different. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. I think I need to do one of these podcasts where I just get to try like a different drink every day. I know. <laughs> like, it gives us we an, didn't excuse use it to as drink. an excuse to drink beer. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could come here and talk about your favorite drink and like, thank you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been great, better. guys. See you later. On to the next episode. <laughs> yep. So today's guest is Unadi Marta, and she's a fellow Miami art school student who's currently interning in New York. You're at YNR? Yeah, I'm at YNR. Yeah. And how are you liking it? Well, this is like my last internship, and I've done four so far, so I feel like I've experienced literally everything, like from small shops to big shops to like crazy creative directors to like people who never even show up at work. I feel like I've got the grasp of like all kinds of advertising agencies. So That's far. really good, because now you know yeah. what you want. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's going to be harder for me to go where I want because I don't have as many options. So True, yeah. as an international. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm like at that mode right now where I'm just like, I need to win as many awards as I can. Just do it. Uh, for sure. That's the best way to do it. For sure. Mm-hmm. And so, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Anadi. Um, okay, so I actually have a degree in marketing which I got from India and while I was doing that I was miserable because I didn't know why I was doing it and I did not know advertising existed I hadn't even seen Mad Men until like a month ago where I was like okay I finally need to start watching it Um, so I was planning to do fashion merchandising because I always liked selling things to people and sort of like convincing them because I felt like I had good taste or I just like knew what people wanted. Um, So I went on the internet and I was looking at colleges for fashion merchandising. There's one in LA which was on this TV show called The Hills. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have seen it. That's literally like yeah, I was planning to move across the world just to go somewhere. They showed on the hills, and I'm like, oh, I want to do this. And then <laughs> I came across Miami Ad School, and I was like, wait, if I go to this school, I can do literally anything. Like, I could do fashion merchandising and, like, other stuff, because advertising is pretty broad. So now I'm here. Hooray. That's cool, yeah. I always like hearing stories about people who had no idea what the fuck advertising was and then they heard about it and it changed their life because I feel like a lot of us had that experience where we were lost. <laughs> so advertising yeah. is like where all the lost kids go to find themselves because you're in I know. College. I feel like literally whoever the copywriter for the website was did their job really well because when I read the description of an art director, I was immediately sold. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I'm going to do. They were like, oh, you might go to the mountains one day to shoot, like, a video. And I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah. And I was like, apply. So. <laughs> cool. 
So we know you're from India. And like you said, you've had a bunch of different internships at different agencies. You've traveled to um, many cities. Um, yeah. You've been on a shitload of Tinder dates. A shit ton. A shit now ton. Now I'm on Bumble, so. Oh, God, Bumble's better. We're, yeah, we're um, upgrading. <laughs> but no matter what industry you're in, you always seem to think ahead. That's what we kind of get from you as a person. Um, that is so funny because that's the tagline of this project I'm working on right really? now. Really? No way. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm just going to use that part and like use you as voiceover. I don't even have to go on Fiverr now. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. I love it. <laughs> so it seems like you've mastered just living day by day, taking life as it is right now. And that's super awesome. So our topic for this episode is just making the most of life day by day. So we want to start it off by just asking you like what you're up to right now, which you've kind of already talked about, but can you expand on it a little bit? Yeah, so I was having this really interesting conversation with my copywriter yesterday where she was talking about how coming into advertising was a totally different move for her because she was doing something for the government before that. And then she was telling me how she liked the way I worked with her because I never really just focused on the work. I always took time off to do other things. And that's when I told her that me moving here was just not a career change. It was basically a change of like the entire way that I function. Like I came here for like a better career, but also like a better social life or like just a better like country or better food or like everything. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that I'm satisfied in every aspect of my life, which is probably why people see me checking into like 40 places every day and going out and doing other things. But I feel like that balance is super important because I'm not just here for advertising. I'm here for like literally like making my life better. So, yeah. Yeah, we recently talked to somebody about balance and I agree. I agree. I I you know, and your mind just doesn't work the same if you're constantly working, 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 working. You don't take time to do other things. And how do you grow as a yeah. creative if you're just working, working, working? You're not experiencing the things around you. So I, I agree mm-hmm. that it's super important that you think that way. So like you said, you made a decision to move from India to Miami, right? That yeah, was your so move? I was actually... I was actually in Nepal for 10 years. I grew up in Nepal. Um, And then I moved to India for high school. And when I came back to India, I felt like I didn't fit in. And everybody thought I didn't fit in. Like, I feel like everyone in Miami at school fits in because they've never fit in before. So I was kind of like the outsider and always the outsider in my family. And then I was just like, where do I even belong? And then I came here and then I saw everyone around me. And I was like, you know what? We all don't belong but at the same time we belong so this is great like I can just continue being a weird person and still be appreciated for who I am and was it oh my god I totally feel the same way because I don't know like anyone I ever introduced to Miami ad school people like if one of my friends is visiting or something I'm like we're gonna go to a party with all these Miami ad school people and don't worry because they're all fucking awesome like everyone's super non-judgmental they're all really fun, and they just get along yeah. with everybody. There's never and any all issues. So different. Like I went to this random house party in mm-hmm. Brooklyn, and there was this French guy making cocktails, and I'm like, where else would this happen? Like it was so bizarre, but 
everybody's just like doing their own thing and I think that's great yeah and that's why people in advertising are so mm -hmm. yeah like right cool. now like even at our internship it's <laughs> one Russian person one Chinese person one French person one Hungarian person and then two American people but one of the American people has been living in Germany for so long that she's pretty much German at this point you know like yeah. and you just meet all these different yeah. people and I feel like sometimes you don't even realize how closed off you are until you meet all these people mm -hmm. and it's awesome Oh, God, it's so true. I mean, I came from a small town in Wisconsin. I had never seen, <laughs> like, people, anyone besides people like me until I moved away, really, or at least went to college at the University of Minnesota. But it's crazy. Coming to Miami has really broadened my horizon on and isn't culture. And I'm really glad, yeah. Mm -hmm. I picked Miami as, like, the base school because... Uh, I've seen the New York kids, and I feel like it's more like a normal school. But like Miami is just crazy because we're all like from everywhere. Super fun. So, yeah, yeah, and it like really breaks your your stereotypes mm -hmm. of what you think people are. Because even if you don't, you're, you know, mm -hmm. even if you don't think you you do it, like you grow up with these stereotypes, and because you never meet people from all these different places, you don't have that chance to break those stereotypes. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> Or to even realize that maybe they're right. Like, uh, the kid here who's Russian, it makes me laugh because he's so stereotypically Russian. You know, like, he's very macho <laughs> man, and he it's very funny. It's, yes. Does he drink vodka? He doesn't drink beer. He only drinks vodka. <laughs> and, like, the first night we all went out, we were walking around Tokyo, and he walked into a family mart and walked out with a bottle of vodka for all of us to drink. And we were like... We're gonna fucking Oh my god, die. yuck. I don't wanna drink with you. It's my worst nightmare. Yeah, he was yeah. like, we have to drink. I was like, no, not that. That's we're, You're gonna kill us. Yeah, anything else. Yeah. yeah. And was it scary for you, Nadi, to like move, to make that move, or you were more, you were too excited to be scared? Honestly, I wasn't scared at all because I feel like I was so miserable. I'm like, whatever, it can't get worse. And it was pretty exciting. That's just, <laughs> I know, but it's like, it's like fun though, because like I I don't know, but to feel mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you feel it that way, because both of you went to Tokyo, but like to just get up and go to like this random part of the world where you have no idea how things function, and you're just there, and you're like, okay, now I can do whatever I want to do because there are no predefined rules, like you know. So it's yeah. true. So it was pretty fun, and I. Do you feel like, I don't know, when I went to Tokyo, and you guys can both answer this, I kind of felt like I can be my true mm -hmm. self here. Just because I didn't know anybody, nobody knew any history of me, period. So I just felt like I could 100% be myself wholeheartedly and not feel like I was going to have any repercussions of it. So it was like a really calming thing for I me. Did you guys feel the same way? Yeah, I feel way? that way before every internship or every move or every, like, thing I do in my life. Because when I moved from Nepal to India, I was myself. And that wasn't, like, usual for people around me. So they didn't understand how to respond to me. And then I moved to America and I became more of myself because I felt like I had more acceptance here, strangely, because of the way I think I feel like I need to be in a culture that's a little broader than the one in India because we're still like narrow-minded about like way too many things. I mean, my book is literally like 
the talk of the family and they're all like, oh my God, how can you put this up on social media? And, you know, I'm just like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, it's fine. This is me. And I yeah. love it. Like, I want people to read it. And I have a lot of people from India tell me that um, we're so proud that you're doing this because we would never do this. So that for me is just like, okay, I'm being myself and people appreciate that. So why not? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So would you can cons- well wait, Yessie, do you feel that way? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm muted. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, okay. I, I, f- I mean, for me, I think I always consciously always want to make sure that I'm myself. Because if once you start acting like, you know, you start acting a certain way, then people expect that of you. So if your initial, the initial way mm-hmm. that you act is a certain way, and then later you start acting like yourself, people wonder why or, you know, people had already adjusted or expected you to be that way. But here more so because, like you said, no one knows you. So really, you could be whoever mm-hmm. the fuck you want, even if you didn't want to be yourself. Even if the person you were back True. home was a person you didn't like, you can come here and then be who you actually want to be. And that's cool. You know, and I didn't feel that way. I like myself pretty okay. But, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I, you know, if, you, if you do, and that's what's cool. The only thing with you with Tokyo is that people are very reserved. And... People are very uh, polite yeah. and very quiet. And sometimes me, I'm very blunt. And I, so I'm always a, a little afraid here to come off as, as rude. Um, because mm-hmm. I and, felt the and same. you know this about me, Alex. I, I'm very unfiltered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 yes, absolutely. There isn't a lot of steps between me thinking something and it coming out of my mouth. So I feel like here sometimes I do have to stop for a second and be like, is that okay to say out loud? Like yesterday, I'm so I, I it was really rude, but I didn't even think about it, and I said, um, "Fuck, I don't know what I said." So something about like people here are I said, Japanese women are super weird, and I said it out loud, and I didn't mean to, but it was and it was talking, <laughs> and it was just oh no, what I said was Japanese women here look all the same like if you look at Chinese women they're easier to tell apart the Japanese women and it, it's such a stereotypical thing to say but what I meant was that mm-hmm. women here look more alike like their features are more similar than Chinese women they're, there's more variation in the way Chinese women look but the way I said it was like yeah all Asians right. look the same which is fucked up you know so, but I don't even think about it and then but I, if I would have been in the States I wouldn't have even caught myself thinking about it afterwards but here I was like Oh, fuck. Yeah. Did I offend someone? Yeah. I know. I think, like, when you say things like that, you know deep down that you don't mean anything racist. And you're like, I know I'm not racist, and I know I don't mean this in yeah. a bad way, but it comes out of your mouth, and, like, the other people around you don't necessarily know you that well. So they can't be like, oh, she's not racist. <laughs> it, or whatever, you know what I mean? They take it as something bad because they don't actually know you that well yeah. as a person. Yeah. I just feel like low-key, because there's so many stereotypes, like, if someone brings one of those up even if they don't intend to be racist like it's just kind of annoying because you're like seriously yeah yeah but yeah yeah Mm. i mean totally sometimes it happens though like on accident exactly you don't really mean it in a racist way yeah um so unadi Mm -hmm. would you consider yourself an adventurous person um okay this is a very interesting question i think i am but because I'm an unpaid intern right now, I can't really fulfill all my adventurous cravings. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, I like to like travel a lot. I like to do random spontaneous things. I have a fear of water, so I don't know how to swim. That's, do you really? I do. I, how did you live in Miami? I never went inside the water. I just like chilled <laughs> on the sand. <laughs> It's Plus, I have curly hair, oh, so, so great. I don't want to get in the water yeah. and pop my hair off, but... <laughs> That's yeah. right. My best yeah, friend I'm Kathy not- has... Well, she used to. I think she's gotten better about it, but she used to have a really bad fear of the ocean. Yeah. No, it's just water for me in general. Like, I couldn't even take showers till I was, like, 17. No way. Like, I just, like, panic in the shower. So. Oh, my <laughs> drink gosh. Water? No. Um, I drink alcohol. Do you drink water? <laughs> <laughs> that has a little water in it. Yeah, I can, I can do that. Do that You're like, I, I'd go in a bath of rosé any day, but water, nah. They have, like, wine so. baths now, I heard. I've seen it, like, on Facebook or something. They have those in Tokyo, dude. Can you do it? Because I didn't get to. You can literally go in, like, a... Um, onsen? What are those called? Onsen of wine. Maybe that's why I saw it. Maybe I did see it here. I'm going to fucking do that. If I can do it here, I'm going to do it. Dude. You should, because I wanted to, and nobody would go with me. Oh, my God. I so. wish I was in Tokyo. I would just sit in it all day. <laughs> <sighs> what sucks is, uh, at for least for real, me, though. like I have a, a bunch of tattoos. And if you have tattoos, oh, I know. yeah, if you have tattoos, there's a lot of onsens that won't let you fucking go in because they what? have all these fears about people with tattoos. And it doesn't matter what size your tattoo is. If it's visible, you can't go in. That's strange. Yeah, because I guess... They used to like tattoo each other in like something gang, like yeah. Japanese gangs, kind of. Yeah, so it's a really bad. It's not good to have yeah. tattoos there. Really. And they're like, oh, if they're visible. Well, you have to go in naked. So unless your tattoo is inside of your hair, I don't know how it wouldn't be visible. But you really have to <laughs> find a place. Truth. Oh my god. Truth. Okay. So I know you said that like you feel that. Because you're an intern, you feel like your adventurous side, you can't really feed that craving. But up until now, what do you feel are some of the most adventurous things you've done? So I have this amazing sister who literally does not want me to leave America and does everything I want. Um, And we've been on (laughs) so many trips together. We're like six years apart and we weren't close when I was in India because she was always away and then I moved here and then part of the reason why I moved here was because she lives in Chicago and she's like the only family I care about so yeah my parents are not going to listen to this probably (laughs) so I can say that um so we went a lot of trips we went to Vegas and my sister's not adventurous at all so I think I don't know if you know this Vegas has the world's tallest um adventure rides like is that what you call it like the tallest like roller coaster and like other stuff and then I went on those and she was literally watching from the sidelines and she like videotaped me and she's like you can hear her like praying like oh my god why is she doing this and she's like oh have fun and like in her head she's like no she's gonna die but like yeah so I did that and then I've been like asking her to bungee jump with me or get sister tattoos which she won't so, um, yeah, I think the last adventurous thing I did was the Vegas um, adventure park. Yeah, that's funny. Here in Tokyo, they have something cool. like that. that they, it's like a theme park with all the <clears throat> all the Guinness World Record rides. And we, that sounds awesome. I can't believe you did that. It was awesome. 
I refused to go. Like, they all planned a trip, and I was yeah. like, I'm not going. It was amazing. I'm it not going amazing. to that. It was, I, you'll never go to a regular theme park again and have the same adrenaline rush because. Be satisfied. Yeah, because there was this one, right? Like, everybody talks about that ride that has that really steep fall, but that's not what you need to go excited <gasps> about. Like, it's cool, but if you go to Shikra in Bush Gardens, Oh, I've been on that. It's pretty, yeah. it's, it's like that. And honestly, for me, Shikra is better because this one, since it's a steeper fall, it's 121 degrees, it falls in. So it feels more like a loop than it does like a, a drop. <gasps> so, but she- honestly, these rides take like five seconds. You don't even realize it yeah. when they're over. But yeah. But what they have there is like this yeah. ride with the most inversions. So you're, you're, you, first of all, you go backwards and then you start spinning and you're spinning, but you're also. Like, your seat is spinning while you're looping around this fucking crazy. And it's also the one with the... It has this fast ass acceleration. And it's fucking crazy. And by the time it's over, you're just figuring out what's happening to you. And you're like, what the fuck did I just... Does everyone walk off super dizzy? Everybody walks off confused. Like, they they don't know (laughs) what the fuck just happened to them. Like, what did I just go through? What happened to my body right now? Because by the time you get... Like, it takes your body 10 minutes to... Like, you're... Your mind ten like ten minutes to catch up to what happened to your body. That's like me after a night out. Yeah. I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> yes, that's more. That's more like my kind of fun. A night out. Yeah. That's my adventure. Adventurous. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So Unadi, where do you see yourself ending up? You're done right now. Like where where do you see yourself going? Oh my god! I went to a tarot card reader, and she told me my future looks uncertain. So, oh my god, that's <laughs> that's right. great. Yeah. She's also creative. We're the same people from Miami, and I was like, oh my god, are you serious? But um, what do I see myself ending up like by the end of this year, or the next ten years? Or Just after school. What are you gonna, no, what are you I would say, school? yeah. Okay. Well, um, obviously, I want to get a job in advertising. And I want to start off as an art director. I don't know where. If I get a job in America, that would be great. If not, I want to move to Australia because I feel as far. So as wait. Yeah. What? You want to be? You want to get like an art director rather than junior? I mean, junior or art director, whichever. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I just feel okay. like because I've done Sorry. four internships, like that's a possibility for me to jump straight through to like an art director position. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I could start off with a junior too. That doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and hopefully here, if not, then some other random part of the world, far away from India as possible. Yeah, <laughs> <And> that <laughs> it'll take me longer to go back. Yeah. yeah. So you're thinking Australia? Is it easier to get like a visa in Australia than it is? Honestly, it's not here. easy anywhere. But I just yeah. feel like. I have nothing tying me down, so why not? Why not just pick the most random location and just go there and see what happens? Hell I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that because we spoke yeah. about it, and you told me that you didn't even know what continent you would end up on, and I love that because someone else told me, that and I was like, I love that. I mean, for me, I've always been like, yeah, I'm gonna end up in the states, but I love that there's people out there who are like, yeah, I can. I don't even know what continent I want to work in yet. That's amazing. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I didn't even know my life would end up this way because I had a set plan when I was in India. I knew that I was going to go to the city and then go to, like, Mumbai, which is, like, kind of like the New York of India and work there. 
But then now that I'm here, like, no, I don't want to go back. Like, that's <laughs> dreaming really, really small. Like, why? You know? Yeah. So. It's yeah. true. I, my uh, New Year's resolution this year was to just take life day by day, yeah. just like, just like <laughs> our topic, um, and just kind of like go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, Yessie and I applied to internships that we didn't get in. Like, we were so set on droga. Yeah. You know, and like we were like, we're going to get in, we're going to get in because we knew people there. We were like doing the right things or we mm-hmm. thought so. And we didn't get in and then we didn't get into another one. And we were like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Up, yeah. And then now, I mean, it's just crazy. It's like, and now we're doing different things. And I don't know about you, yes, but like for me, I just feel like your plans don't go according to plan. <laughs> all the time but it always ends up the way it's supposed to be yeah and it's crazy because like it was it was the whole thing of not getting in but it was also like there was other shit happening that at the same time I feel like even if you know we would have gotten in it would have been maybe not right at the time at least not for me yeah so for me it kind of everything ended up working out the way it was supposed to and now I think we're both going to places where we're super excited like Alex has been talking about going to LA forever, you know. So yeah, that's so, so cool. You know, that's like one of the agencies I want to get hired at. So I'm gonna annoy Alex yeah. for like the next <laughs> weeks. And then for me, let's hope I get hired after the internship. I hope so, you know, but like for me, the plan was always Japan and then back to Miami, and it worked out that way. And it worked out even better because not only am I gonna go to an agency that I'm excited to work at, you know, I'm gonna go to David. But I'm more excited because they've pretty much let me choose my experience and I get to pick one, like, you know, the guy liked me and he said, look, I just want you to work with someone that you're happy working with. And he's letting me pick my own art director Mm -hmm. instead of him picking somebody and me ending up with someone. He's letting me choose who I can work with. And that's very cool. Like they're letting me be involved in that process of picking who I get to work with, which is big for me. That's super cool. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, it's just it's. It's just crazy. Like, we had a plan. <laughs> and I'm sure, like, Onati, you also had a plan at some point. Yeah. Many plans yeah. that have Never changed. Have this isn't the industry of having yeah. plans. We're not in an industry yeah. where having yeah. a plan is a thing the that you do. The only plan true. I want to work out is me getting a Siberian Husky at some point. Like, oh. that plan. That needs to work The day out. I can get a dog is going to be the best day ever. I know. Honestly. I mean, I just have a bag right now as my sole possession, so I can't get a dog, but... Once I'm settled somewhere, I'm just going to get a dog. Yeah, and you have to be settled. Because, like, me, I have a dog. And luckily, I have a really fucking awesome family who is okay with watching my dog while I'm gone. But, you know, had I not had my family, coming here and everything would have been much more difficult. Because dogs are like children. (laughs) I know. And it's hard as fuck. It's It's hard as fuck to bring a dog in and out of a country. It's not easy to, it's a shitload of paperwork and it takes forever and you have to think and you have to think ahead. You have to think months ahead. It can't be, uh, you know, off a whim that you decide to go somewhere and you want to bring your dog because it's not that easy. Yeah. So true. I feel very lucky because my, exactly. That's like my boyfriend has it, which for for everyone who's listening, I have a boyfriend now. (laughs) Last episode, I was like listening to it and I was talking about how I didn't have a boyfriend. (laughs) Funny story, I have a boyfriend now, crazy, but he has a dog, and I'm obsessed with his dog, and now I just pretend that it's my dog. That's convenient. But I don't have, like, 
all the responsibilities of having yeah, a dog. It's okay. It's my, 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 my have pretends my dog is his dog too, so it's fine. God. It's perfect. Okay. Do any of your boyfriends have brothers and dogs? Oh, They're dude, brothers with dogs. Does my... Does, does, <laughs> Send them my way. I'm sorry, but I love that you asked if my boyfriend has brothers because he has four. Okay. Oh, my God. He only funny. has brothers. And it's so funny because one of his... My, bro, my boyfriend's name is Robert, and his brother's name is Robert. And his father's <laughs> name is Robert. I have to talk about that with everyone. So, yes, my boyfriend does have a brother, and one of them has the exact same name as him. It's so fucking wow. confusing. Family functions are weird as fuck. <laughs> hey, where's Robert? Which one? They all have nicknames. Oh, <laughs> nicknames my because. God. But yes, I know they don't have dogs. Goodness. That's so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of like relationships and boys, oh my God. you wrote a book about Tinder dates. <sighs> You so my disastrous dating journey. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to just talk a little bit about how it started. Okay, so I think we all had to take this class where we had to design a book mm-hmm. on InDesign, Kim's class. Mm-hmm. And she really likes this designer called Jessica Walsh. Pretty short. I, yeah, <sighs> Alex idolizes her. She's obsessed with her. <laughs> She's yeah. awesome. So she wrote this book called 40 Days of Dating. And she went on 40 dates with her then friend and partner, Timothy Goodman. And they came back home after every date and wrote their versions of the date. And they had rules like, we will see a therapist every week. And like, we will not sleep with our people. And we will see each other every day. So it was pretty interesting. And I was reading that. And I was like, OK, like, this is fun. Can I find someone to do this with me? And then the answer was no, because boys suck. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, whatever. I'll just do this on my own. And I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen the movie um, Fifty First Dates. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So she has amnesia or like short term memory loss, and you know she keeps forgetting about her dates every day. So it's kind of like the approach I took because I keep like I go on a date and then I forget about it because I'm like, okay, I'm done. Time to meet a new boy. So I <laughs> went on a lot of dates. Some of them, honestly, I knew nothing was gonna end up, but I was like, you know what? This is gonna be interesting to read. And some of them I actually have fun, but nobody texted back, so all right then. Yeah, so I think I've been on like sixty-five dates now, but I'm trying oh to my slow God. down. Holy shit! I hate dating. I think it's crazy that you wrote a book Me about dating. Too. I talk, I talk all the time about it's how I'm fun. so glad that I have a great boyfriend, and I hope that we never break up because if I have to, you're date lucky. Again, I don't know how you guys do it. You're like aliens to me right now. <laughs> If I had to fucking go out on one date, I would hate it. I would hate it. I think about even here, like I have friends who are dating around and they use Tinder and stuff, and I was like, I hate, I, hate, yeah. I would hate that. It sounds like miserable to me. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like sixty-five dates, but you talk to like more guys. You don't end up meeting half of them. So I think yeah. I've probably spoken to like fifteen hundred men in my life, and I'm just like. I can, like, text them in my sleep because I know what they're going to say and then I know what I have to say and then they'll be like, oh, so when are you coming over? And then you're like, nope. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, awesome. a, you should be, like, a part of the Tinder, a Tinder crew. Tinder therapist. Yeah. I should. Yeah, I feel like this you is free advertising for Tinder. Like, that's crazy. I've matched with, like, crazy yeah. people. I've matched with someone from The Bachelor. Like, it's been ridiculous. So did Alex, but not on Tinder. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked no, about this. I, no, I, um, <laughs> so I'm right when I moved to Miami. Did I tell you about this? 
Yeah, I think we discussed this. Okay, yeah. yeah. So for everyone listening, right when I moved to Miami, I was on like Tinder and all that. And I matched with a guy. And we were both from the Midwest, so we had a lot in common. We went on a date. We had talked like a lot prior. He even sung me a song, like played a song on his guitar, sang, and sent me the song. Um, So we were talking for a while. And we went on a date, had a great date. And then he like never he was like can't wait to see you again and after that he never I he ghosted me basically like I never heard from him again and I was like what the fuck I thought this was great and I was really upset and then like a few months later I was watching The Bachelorette Jojo season and I fucking see him come out of the limo and I about <laughs> shit myself I'm like you've got to be kidding me this has to be some kind of a fucking joke <laughs> Um, but oh it was Derek. If anyone knows Derek from JoJo season, he looks like the guy from the office or whatever. Well, she didn't um, pick him, so. Yay. She didn't pick him. And I got to see him cry on national television. So that was like oh payback enough yeah. for me. What if like you use his song and then like use his footage and like create a music video and put it up? Oh, I always thought like, I wonder if I okay, can make money off of this shit. Yeah. I should have tried to make money off of that damn song. Yeah. So funny. But in the past <laughs> yeah crazy people on tinder i met someone from joga in london by the way and we really went on a day. like i've been like trying to like see if i can match with people in advertising because yeah. i'm like you know what like they're not texting me back might as well just get a job out of this <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> yeah so did it work are you are you like playing yourself up and stuff have you been talking on to him? Tinder? Just like oh, yeah, we met. Yeah, we met, and then and then I came back to America, and that's it. So. Oh, because that was when you were in London. I see. Yeah, when I was in London. I, yeah, my yeah, radius was, doesn't reach that far. Of course, <laughs> yeah, that was really stupid of me. I forgot how it all worked. <laughs> no, that's fine. You have a boyfriend now, unlike yeah. some people. <laughs> it's kind of weird. And do you think? Do you think all these dates and going on all these people has? Going out with all these people has made you a better creative, or do you think it's helped like, you in your creative life? I feel like 110%. This is so funny because uh, on Friday I was at a bar and I was not bumbling or tindering all week because I was busy with work. And this guy was sitting at the bar, and my friend's like, hey, just go talk to him. And then everybody, like, all these kids from ad school were, like, sitting behind me. So I'm like, okay, now I have to go talk to him because, like, the pressure's on. So I go, and he's super disinterested. He's, like, looking at the TV screen, and he's, like, not looking at me. And I'm like, okay, you're an advertiser. You have to sell yourself to this man. So I started, like, talking about things that I think he potentially might be interested in. And by the end of the conversation, like, we, like, hang out for, like, another four hours. So I feel like... Consumer like insights. Me. Exactly. So, like, it's helping me understand how people function and, you know, what makes them tick and how I can, like, sell something to someone. So, definitely help me. That's awesome. That. So, yeah. what advice do you have for young creatives? Um, honestly, I feel like when you're starting out in advertising, you're always looking for your partner, like your copywriter or your art director. And I thought I could work with everyone because I'm pretty easy to work with. But with some people, you just don't reach a conclusion. Like you don't agree on the same ideas, even though you're like both great creatives and like you like each other's work. So I feel like my advice for finding your partner would be find someone you can work with hungover. 
and you don't want to kill them because you're going to drink so much in advertising, you're going to be hungover like four days a week. <laughs> and if you can still work through something with that person and still come up with like an idea or like meet your deadline and you're, you know, just like powering through, I feel like you found your partner. So yeah, find someone you can work with hungover. <laughs> Good advice. And what advice do you have for creatives who are already in the industry? So for creators who are already in the industry, I feel like they should, and this is just from my experiences from my past internships, I know that all the senior art directors and creative directors are super busy, but I just feel like they should give us more work because we're all super eager. And I feel like with our school, we kind of already know how it's all done. So, you know, they don't really have to walk us through everything, just give us the work, like throw it at us and let us run with it and let us come back to you and present stuff to you because, you know, most of them think that giving us some work means paying attention to what we're doing 24-7, but we don't really need that. Like, mm-hmm. just let us free and, like, we'll let us surprise you, basically. Yeah. So yeah. that's my advice. I think that's great advice. Right, Yeah, for sure. So we always play a little game. You know, we've played ad-libs or we've done Would You Rather and this or that, but... We've been wanting to play a game, and we thought you were the perfect person to start off with because of all your dates, and, you know, we've talked a little about boys, so we thought it'd be a fun game to play with you. So we're going to play a game of uh, Kill, Fuck, Barry. Yeah, my parents are definitely never listening to this. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not, it's, not, it's not just people. We're doing, we're doing brands, we're doing everything, so. Yeah. Okay. We do have I'm explicit excited. on this podcast. We, we label it explicit, so. Yeah, it's not for the faint it. of heart. Yeah. Yeah, it's better that way. All right, so we're going to start off with a few sexy men from Hollywood, and that is Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds, and Chris Pratt. So who would you kill, who would you fuck, and who would you marry? Oh, my God, this is so stressful. Can I? I could, like, pick all of them and put them in one category. <laughs> my Tinder dates are working out, and we all know what that is. But um, probably kill Chris Pratt because I don't know I feel like the other two are much hotter Mm -hmm. no offense and marry Ryan Reynolds because he's just like a great husband yeah he's hilarious I mean I feel really bad yeah but like let's pretend that I'm like lively then I get to be her so yeah that's great perfect and yeah okay and then whatever the third one is the forbidden Ryan Gosling (laughs) that I must not say F All right, yeah. so let's talk about some some celebrity divas. Beyonce, Rihanna, and Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. Okay, people are going to hate on me now. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Beyonce, fuck for sure. Like, I fuck with her. I love Beyonce. She's, like, the best. Um, kill Lady Gaga. I'm saying that without hesitation, which is, like, probably something I shouldn't do. I should be like, oh, this is so hard, but... I don't know. I just, I like her, but yeah, that's the only option I have. And I would marry Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Was that the option? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would marry Rihanna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, our mini divas, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. Okay, this is tough. Um, I kind of want the BFF option because I feel like Miley Cyrus is so cool. Like she's become herself now. Mm-hmm. I think for for the 
for the women, you can take the fuck option as the BFF option. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Definitely Miley Cyrus. Because, like, I feel like she was, like, super fucked up, but now she's, like, kind of found herself. And, like, you know, she's back with Liam Hensworth. And she's, yeah. So I'd pick her. I don't know who I'm going to marry. Like, I, th- I feel like it'd be a boring marriage if I marry either of them. Because they seem like really good girls. So then so. how about let's do uh, marry for the best friend option? Cause, and then do fuck for like the one you think is hotter of the three. Okay, my video just got stuck. I can't hear you. Wait. Okay, you're back on. Okay, okay so we're gonna yeah. we're going to say you're going to instead... Mary Miley Cyrus and then out of Selena or Demi who would you fuck like who do you think is hotter Selena okay so kill Demi Lovato mm-hmm. yeah kind of like Justin Bieber had her so <laughs> fine I'll just go down that path. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like tweet at Biebs and be like I was there too <laughs> yes so there's a bunch of you know the, the whole thing now is to be a relatable actress so Emma Stone Jennifer Lawrence or Anna Kendrick okay Anna Kendrick's cool. Emma Stone, Jennifer Lawrence. I don't like Jennifer Lawrence. Really? I think she overdoes. Like, I don't. I I told you, like, whatever. I, you guys are giving me like really hard options. Like, you should give me one person who no one cares about. I'm gonna get so much hate mail. Good thing I'm moving. You won't I get don't hate know where, mail. So, <laughs> no hate mail. <laughs> um. Okay, Emma Stone, Mary, because I think I loved her, in like every movie she's done. I feel like her character is always like this relatable, funny girl. Mm. Um, kill Jennifer Lawrence and what am I left with? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Anna. God, I'm trying not to say that word, <laughs> but I will. I will. With that voice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to just go down this a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Sports brand. Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. Okay. Adidas. I personally like it, so I would fuck with it. Um, Nike, Mary, Under Armour. Not a big fan. So cool. Not not talking about their advertisement, yeah. but like just generally. I don't as a brand. buy any Under Armour stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. And what about like your, your energy booster, your midday pick-me-up? Coffee, tea, or Red Bull? I hate tea. <laughs> Kill like, tea. I grew up drinking tea. <laughs> yeah, just like straight up. Like for the first five years of my life, I drank tea. I don't know how. Also, I don't know why my parents thought that would be a good idea. And then I drank coffee for like the remaining 20 years of my life. <laughs> Every night before sleeping, I need to drink coffee. Before or I don't sleeping? Sleep. Yes. Coffee has the opposite effect. Like coffee makes me yawn and it makes me like go to sleep. Weird. So. <laughs> Yep. I mean, everyone in India is like that. I'm kidding. <laughs> Stereotyping. It. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And then what's the third one? Uh, Red, Red Bull. Bull. Oh, no, I don't drink Red Bull. I've never had Gatorade in my life. Like, I don't do any of those drinks no. at all. So, so kill tea. No. Well, just just kill tea and Red Bull and just marry and fuck coffee. Yeah, okay. coffee and then, like, add some whiskey to it and beer and just <laughs> there yeah, you go. be a happy foursome. Perfect. Um, okay, your design softwares, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator. K. 
kill Photoshop. Yes. <gasps> yes. I feel the same I way. Say it again, Josh. Say it again. Oh my God. We are like unicorns Photoshop. in the world of design. I know. Like, I feel like Photoshop is kind of constricted because yes. you have to manipulate a photo. And I don't know people who create things out of scratch from Photoshop. Like, how do you do that? You're like a design genius. It's, yeah. But Illustrator is kind of like, this is your notebook. Here's your pen. Draw whatever you want. Illustrator you know? my so, favorite, too. Yeah, so much freedom. I love yeah. that. And I love InDesign, too, because obviously, like, it lets you lay out stuff and yeah. make it all pretty. So I feel you. BFFs with InDesign, Mary, Illustrator, and Kill Photoshop. Okay. And pray it never comes back from today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And Go away. I, I hate Photoshop. <laughs> and uh, what about your makeup? Lipstick, mascara, and eyeliner. Okay. Um, I just started doing makeup in America, so <laughs> this is kind of... <laughs> difficult <laughs> to pick. I think I would definitely pick lipstick because I feel like I always wear like a really dark color before I go out because I just feel like it gives me confidence and power. Mm-hmm. And also it's a really bad boy magnet. This article was like, oh, it makes you look intimidating. I'm like, fuck that. I know. <laughs> Putting my heels on. <laughs> I'm like, if you want to, don't, if you don't want to come talk to me, that's fine. Um, so marry lipstick. I think I can go without eyeliner but not mascara okay because yeah and then the last one video streaming netflix hulu and youtube i like youtube the best just because like it's got a lot of other content just in like netflix is kind of limited and hulu i've never been on it so probably not kill hulu marry youtube bff netflix yeah. Cool. Yes. All right, Anani, this was this was fun. Thank you so much for being on our show. I'm so excited to have you, you on so finally. Much for me. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah, we've been I so know. excited. We've been talking about having you on for like, so long yeah. like, since we started. You were one of the first people to hit us up and we were like, okay, for sure. So it's exciting. Yeah. I know. I thought this was like such a cool idea and I'm like so glad you guys did it because someone had to do it and I know you guys so now I can be on this thing. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. So like stalking some random person on the internet and be like, hey. <laughs> so. And if you're out there and you're a Thank recruiter you. in New York, remember Unadi's looking for a job. Yeah. And she's kicking. I know. <laughs> Thanks. So, <laughs> thank you so much, Unadi. It was so fun. Um, and if if you're enjoying our podcast, everybody who's listening, be sure to comment on iTunes podcasts. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Mad Woman Podcast. We're also on Facebook, Mad Women Podcast, or check out our website, madwomenpodcast.com. Not on a mobile phone right now, though. Don't forget. Unless you want like a cheap way to look at porn. <laughs> Unless you, unless you want a far more exciting journey than a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Once again, I'm Alex. And I'm Jesse. And here's, here's to Mad, Mad Women. Women. May, May we, we work, work for them. them. May, May we work, work with them. them. May, May we be, be them. them. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Woo! Ooh, My beer's so gone. Yeah, that was so fun. <laughs> <laughs>